This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let there be no question. Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans are determined to spread anger, hate, division. They seek power at all costs. They're determined to destroy this democracy. I cannot watch that happen, nor can you. Nor can you. Don't tell me what I can watch happen. <laughs> As Joe Biden, uh, MAGA Republicans are going to destroy this democracy. Then the whole crowd went out and uh, attacked uh, Walgreens and a police station and burned some city buses and police cars, looted a bunch of places, shot a few people. Then a Democrat shot a car on uh, I-66. You see that shot? Just driving, Swedish you please, on I-66 outside Washington, D.C. And then you know what happened. A Democrat shot the guy just driving by. You know how they are. They shoot a lot of people. It's one of their things. Not destroying democracy, just the nation, our borders, our sovereignty, New York City, which the Democrat mayor said is being said destroyed, right? That's the word that he used, destroyed, New York City. And uh, never mind the border towns in the South. Democrats, how many people did the Democrats shoot yesterday, Michael? Uh, Is anybody keeping a running tally of this? Because someone should really keep a running tally. We got to uh, start keeping tabs. I think when we arrest people, we should ask for their political affiliation and uh, some evidence. Some evidence, because I think we all know what's going on here, don't we? Yes, we do. We certainly do. Well, well, well. Happy Tuesday uh, to you, and uh, welcome back. We have a lot of madness because Democrats are on the loose, and um, boy, talk about Joe Biden. Joe Biden, and and in Canada, they have liberals up there too. They have this this pixie who is the prime minister, some kind of foreign title, you know. And uh, they gave a standing ovation. I talked about it yesterday. They gave a standing ovation there to this Waffen-SS Nazi. Now, my father actually took a few years out of his youth to go kill Nazis, you know, with a small airplane, had machine guns and bombs on it and stuff. Had to go kill some Nazis because, you know, it had become a family tradition at that point. That's my grandfather going over and, Killing the Kaiser's boys, <laughs> you know the Kaiser's boys. Then the Nazis, the Nazis came up and and had to go kill a bunch of them. But not in Canada. Uh, Justin Trudeau and who else applauded them there? Uh, Volodymyr Zelensky from Ukraine. He gave big standing ovation to the Nazi from the Waffen SS. Oh, very glad to have you here, you Nazi. And. Um, and then they sang a, a rousing round of Deutschland Überales. It was kind of strange. I thought, you know, those Canadians, first they burn all those forests and smoke out the Northeast, and they're uh, kind of weird. They, uh, then they have the standing of, in Parliament. It's not like it was out in a town square where they were goose-stepping around or something. It was in the Parliament, and they're like, hey, where's the 98-year-old Nazi? Uh, bring him up here. We want to give him a standing ovation. Hey, bravo, Nazi. So they uh, clapped and clapped and clapped. They had a good time. Then Justin Trudeau 
came out. <laughs> Justin Trudeau came out and he explained it all. He explained it all. He blamed the Russians. <laughs> and Hillary Clinton's blaming the Russians again, too. Not for the Canadians applauding a Nazi, but for, oh, what did Hillary say? The, uh, the Russians are responsible. Oh, they're going to steal elections here in the United States. And she's sticking to it, boy. I got to tell you, she's like, it's like she's gorilla glued her hands to the counter at a Starbucks. She can't let go of that whole Russia thing. Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember she said Tulsi Gabbard, the Democrat congresswoman from California. And uh, I think she's a lieutenant colonel in the Army Reserves now. <laughs> Served in combat zones, Tulsi Gabbard, Democrat, member of the House of Representatives. And Hillary Clinton said she's a Russian agent, too. Everybody's a Russian agent. She has a mental illness, I think, uh, Hillary Clinton. Maybe more than one. How many do you think she has? Probably more than one. I'm just guessing. I'm not a medical doctor, but I've seen a lot of mental cases because I live in Washington, D.C., where uh, a lot of Democrats live, and that's why there's so many shootings and murders and things and so much looting and, uh, you know, the, the lawlessness because the Democrats and an anti-police city government because, you know, Democrats and, and all that stuff. So we got a lot of that going on. And... Um, <laughs> Hunter Biden, so many crazy things. Hunter Biden is in the news. The uh, front page of the Washington Times, one of the legitimate newspapers in Washington, D.C., the Washington Times, front page, Hunter Biden on hook for unpaid taxes. What? <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh, man. The, uh, the you know, Democrat uh, Biden-friendly David Weiss uh, special counsel builds suspense with special counsel power to pursue charges. Yeah, I'm on, uh, I'm on pins and needles over here. I'm on tinterhooks. I can't wait to see what the special counsel does with the Biden family and all of their corruption. But, but that's not the only Hunter Biden news today. There's more Hunter Biden news today because Hunter Biden, you know, he's Joe Biden's crackhead, stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker, Dayton uh, son, and, uh, and the smartest man that that uh, uh, Joe Biden knows, the most intelligent man that Joe Biden, which, which might be true, which, <laughs> which should be very concerning. Hunter Biden sues Rudy Giuliani, right? Rudy Giuliani, the great mayor of New York, the, uh, the uh, district attorney, U.S. attorney who uh, smashed the mafia, organized crime in New York after generations and decades, and a great American hero of uh, September 11th where the jihadis attacked America. Hunter Biden sues Rudy Giuliani for, quote, hacking into and tampering, end quote, with the infamous laptop. He hacked into it and tampered with it, probably with the Russians. I'm thinking the Russians probably had something to do with this, too. I think in the end, you know, in the final chapter of this, what we're going to discover is that all the Democrats have been on Putin's payroll for 30 years. And I mean, this is has got their 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 mental illness is uh, is a parade marching down the middle of the street. And honestly, you know what they, you know what they, Hunter Biden said yesterday. He said, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue <laughs> and the special counsel wouldn't indict me. See, that's, he didn't really say that. I made that up. Also, this is big news from the radical left wing extremists at Mediaite, an online, online uh, communist front. And uh, they, Mediaite says, Biden, this time it's Joe Biden, not the stripper, knocker upper, Russia hooker, Dayton crack smoking. Uh, tax evading. You know, he wrote the Russian hookers off on his taxes. And now he's, wait a minute, I'm on the hook for unpaid taxes? This is, 
this, don't you know who my dad is? He, he sent a, uh, a text message back to the IRS, said, don't you know who my dad is, I think. And uh, Weiss, don't you know who my dad is? And uh, Weiss said, wait, I forgot for a minute. So here it is, Biden, Joe Biden, working with physical therapists. He's working with, a, should be working with a mental therapist too. Working with physical therapists to ensure he never trips in public again. That's, he wants to never trip in public again, like fell down. It was the Air Force Academy graduation, right? And he tripped over a sandbag and then he pointed at the sandbag like, who put that there? Um, and he was very angry with the sandbag. And so was the media. They were angry with the sandbag. Have you ever been angry with a sandbag? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been angry with a sandbag. But I'm kind of old-fashioned, so I just let sandbags be sandbags. And I, I do my best to not trip over them and fall down especially in front of large crowds of people. But there it is, Biden working with physical therapists to ensure he never trips in public again. Can you imagine the, the burden that this physical therapist is carrying right now? <laughs> Talk about the impossible task. Is uh, he or she, probably a she. If it's a she, do you think he's sniffing her a lot? Probably sniffing, um, touching inappropriately and sniffing. Um, if the husband's there, that doesn't matter. That's uh, pretty amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. And in the meantime, uh, the media is doing their best to, to kill this Washington Post ABC News poll. They don't want to hear nothing about this Washington Post ABC News poll that they live and die by, of course, normally. But, but now the poll says that Donald Trump is uh, up by nine or 10 percentage points over Joe Biden in a general election. And the radical left-wing extremists at uh, Mediate have a... Everybody's rebutting it. Even ABC News rebutting it. Although Donna Brazil, you know, Donna, we were talking about her yesterday, too. She's uh, back in the news a little bit. And uh, she's very worried. She's almost as worried as James Carville, who had to get... Um, what are they? Plastic sheets? Pl- rubber, rubber. rubber. Rubber sheets. Right. I thought most Democrats had rubber sheets. <laughs> For a variety of reasons, you know. But top pollster trashes ABC Washington Post poll for publishing laughable poll showing Trump up 10. Quote, will be a lingering embarrassment for you. For you, you aren't you embarrassed now? Well, they're, they're without shame. They're incapable of embarrassment. They, can, they can't be shamed. They're, they're the left. And they're going to come and loot something near you soon. Or maybe shoot at you when you're driving on I-66. So we got all that stuff coming for us, and it's pretty amazing, I've got to say. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, man. Oh, Manischewitz. So uh, that's just scratching the surface on some of the stuff that we have for you today. And and I, I got up this morning. When did you get up? I got up at 5.45 this morning. Um, I left my head on the pillow for about seven minutes, I think, and then and I, I said, oh, I guess it's time to get up. So I got up, and I started uh, digging and rooting around like uh, – you know, a pig looking for truffles and doesn't take long because the Democrats are everywhere and they provide me with so much crazy. How much crazy do they provide you with? Well, more than three hours worth. I can I can guarantee you that. Uh, 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 uh. And yeah, and Hillary Clinton out there, she's out there again. Have you noticed she started to emerge again? Have you noticed she slithered out of a crack in the earth and she's back? You know why? You know why? I can tell you why. Because Joe Biden is in play, and Hillary hasn't given up. She's like, well, look, if the party doesn't think Joe Biden's too old, the party can't say that I'm too old because I'm a woman. W-O-M-A-N. How would Joe Biden sing that song, do you think? He'd, he'd mangle that, wouldn't he? 
The uh, But uh, Hillary is back because I've been saying all along she's behind a curtain with a blow dart gun waiting to blast a dart into Joe Biden's neck, and then he'll claim that he tripped over a sandbag when he falls down. Hillary has not given up. She's, well, if, it's uh, quoting Hillary now, if Trump's not too old, and if Biden's not too old, then I'm not too old. Rawr! Rawr! I was uh, Hillary yesterday. And uh, she's not giving up because she's like the Soviet Union, you know? And uh, they haven't given up either, turns out. But she, uh, she came out yesterday and she's ranting about Putin hates democracy. He, no kidding. He's a communist, you know? But you guys aren't so good with this whole democracy thing either. I've got to tell you. And stop looting and stop shooting so many people, would you? The country would be a lot better if, can you imagine if tomorrow there were no Democrats in the country? Wow. This would be great, wouldn't it? Just like, bam, like that. Suddenly no Democrats. Our crime rate would be, would be like Norway. I have to use Norway because now Sweden has gangs that are going around shooting people. And they're from Syria and Turkey and Afghanistan and and stuff, because Sweden said they've got a bunch of liberals there, too. And they said, wouldn't it be great if we had a bunch of people brought into Sweden to start shooting people and to form gangs? Wouldn't that be great? Then we'd be open minded. So they did that. And then their brains fell out and went splat on a beautiful cobblestone street (laughs) with old world charm. Uh, But Hillary was back at it again yesterday. Putin hates democracy. Yeah, he's a Soviet communist. We we know that. That's yeah. And the sun comes up in the east almost every day. It's uh, uh, Hillary Clinton. She's back because you know how they are. <laughs> do you do know how they are, don't you? <laughs> and that's your uh, that's your Democrat Party. They're uh, they're not on our side. We are of course at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. That is an absolutely toll free telephone number for you, our beloved listeners who we love and we don't excoriate and we don't slander and we don't malign and we don't call nasty names. We, uh, we just enjoy your company and, uh, because we're, we represent civilization and not some caustic, mentally ill uh, kind of thing. That's uh, No, no. We're, uh, we're the good guys. We're on the side of good and not evil. So, so that's us. Call us old-fashioned. Um, and, uh, and what else? Well, we have, a, we, have, uh, we have more than I can describe in the in the time that I have now, that's for sure. But uh, you're Democrats. Uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, there was a plot in Northern Virginia uh, by a person they're calling an Asian man. They refer to Pakistan and Iraq as Asia. An Asian man uh, who hates Christians. I was telling you about another mass murderer a few years ago who uh, murdered nine people because they were Christians. He was a Satan worshiper and a Democrat. That was, uh, that was uh, an interesting story yesterday. Well, now we got another, an Asian man, they say, who hates Christians, wanted to murder them. The police uh, stopped him from committing a mass murder, found a manifesto. They all have manifestos, don't they? And then we never get to see them because our government is very corrupt and forgot that they work for us. But they uh, call him an Asian man, was going to commit a massacre at a church and the police stopped him, which is another reason the Democrats want to defund the police because ah, 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 ah. we're at 888-630-9625.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, now, we all know that Canada loves Nazis. <laughs> We don't all know that. That's not true. It's only Justin Trudeau and his left-wing pals that love Nazis. It's not all of Canada. Can- Canadians are very nice. They're fun. They're my second favorite country, I think, and, and uh, lots of fun. They should stop burning all their forests. I'm tired of choking on the smoke down here. But uh, other than that, just play hockey, tell jokes, be happy. You know, it's okay. And with that, before we get to the uh, standing ovation for the Nazi in the Canadian Parliament, Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Tom calling from the great state of Florida. Thomas, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Mr. Plant. <laughs> what is happening? All right. <laughs> well, I just, I'm having problems with you re- referring to that gentleman as a Nazi. Uh-huh. Uh, because in 1933, Stalin's foreign policy murdered about 15% of his country's population. Uh-huh. And if anybody, if I, I was born in Abilene, Texas. Uh-huh. I've always been kind of rural. Uh-huh. And if anybody killed a whole bunch of my people and I had a chance to kill them, <laughs> I would take up arms in a heartbeat. Oh, I see. You're uh, because the Soviet Union murdered so many Ukrainians that uh, he took the side yes. that opposed the Soviet Union. Yes, I, I don't. I mean, Erwin Rommel was not a Nazi. He never joined the Nazi Party, but he was so he was so good at what he did and so popular with his troops that they didn't dare fire him. Well, that's a bit of a complicated thing. It's true. He predated uh, the rise of the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler, but he wore the uniform and did a heck, heck of a job for the Nazi uh, Blitzkrieg and, and all of that as a tank commander and, and all that. And you're right about the Soviet Union, uh, the, you know, the uh, uh, Bolsheviks murdering Ukrainians by the millions. That's true. Uh, however, you know, when you're part of a Waffen-SS unit, uh, you really have no choice but to call him a Nazi. <laughs> Those are the rules, Tom. Bye, bye, bye. What's that? Unless you join the Nazi party, you are not a Nazi. Unless you join the Nazi. Well, i got to say, if you wear the Nazi uniform and you're part of a Waffen-SS unit, it's kind of hard to say, I am not a Nazi. I only wore the uniform and committed massacres in Poland fits my unit. Yeah, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, 
to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Right, I want to get into this uh, Canada Parliament standing ovation for the Nazi thing. And uh, naturally, I, it, it, it happens a lot. Uh, Michael and I were reminded this morning of uh, the Mel Brooks classic, The Producers, where, you know, Kenneth Mars brilliantly played the uh, the Nazi uh, who wrote the play, Springtime for Hitler, right? He was the playwright. He outranks the audience. And uh, he, you know, he was uh, very emotional about all this stuff. Yes, he couldn't even say Nazi. He would say, no, 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 See, Churchill, he didn't like the way Churchill pronounced the word Nazi. It wasn't Nazi. It was Nazi. And, uh, you know, Hatsi Tatsi, newborn Nazi. The uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Democrats. I see there, uh, there is more reaction from the let's go. Let's go to the uh, uh, let's go to the telephones and let's talk to John, who's driving on the beltway. Be careful out there, John. It's dangerous. Um, and it's not because of slippery roads. Hey, John, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Uh, there's no reason to be careful on the Beltway. We're not moving. So it's business <laughs> as usual. My, uh, my call is prompted by your previous caller who has a lack of understanding or a misunderstanding. One of the two is just plain ignorant regarding the SS. Uh-huh. The SS were uh, the elite group. They were actually the Schutzstaffel were strictly volunteer. A lot of people don't understand. They, the background check for the SS was not three generations of pure blood or non-Jewish blood, but five generations. And their indoctrination ceremony was done at midnight. These guys were the real deal. They were the believers of what Hitler wanted. They had actual breeding farms where they were fathering children for women that were specifically selected in order to breed blonde-haired, blue-eyed, what they considered supermen. Yes, the Aryan perfection. The Aryan perfection they were aspiring to. And, uh, <clears throat> Which is interesting because the, the, Aryan, the Aryan race actually comes from uh, a derivative of, uh, of India. That's Hitler right. just grabbed yeah. it for his own. Yeah, that's right. But, um, and the, the Persians. Even this guy was not in... Even if this guy wasn't on Stotts group in the special duty groups, he was SS. And there's only one way to deal with them. My father dealt with them. He was on the ground for 19 months in World War II. Yeah. Celebrated his 19th and 20th birthday in combat. Yeah. I, there, there I won't you go. tolerate this type of talk. <clears throat> God, bless, uh, God bless America. Um, you know, but they should make the Beltway a better place uh, in, the, uh, in the meantime. I certainly try to avoid the Beltway. Yeah, good for that, Chris. Thanks for the hope. Yeah, <laughs> you bet, Chad. I uh, also somebody uh, somebody was driving on I sixty six was it yesterday, and and uh, somebody uh, driving by him just shot their car and uh, blasted out there. Um, and police are looking for uh, a Democrat. The only description they have is a Democrat. They're looking for a Democrat. But John, let me because we wanted to get to this yesterday, but the, they gave us too much stuff. Too much stuff again. The New York Times has a semi comical piece today. Canada's speaker apologizes in the parliament. 
Canada's speaker apologizes after Ukrainian who fought for Nazis was honored. He was honored. He was honored to be there. He was he had a little tear in his eye as, as he was getting a standing ovation. And the New York Times talks about German-occupied Ukraine and Poland and this individual uh, that uh, said God, some members of the unit were linked to a massacre of Polish citizens in 1944. Um, and Poland remembers, uh, even if we don't teach anything about this in the United States of America anymore, and John, your father was there. My father was in the skies above Europe, uh, dropping bombs on Nazis, uh, shooting down Messerschmitts and, uh, and Fockers. No, that's an airplane. <laughs> that's, a, that's an airplane. And uh, <laughs> there's a joke about that, but I can't tell it here because it would be, it would be inappropriate. But the, uh, the Waffen-SS, of course, notorious Nazi unit, German unit, and uh, committed massacres all over the place. And, and John, as you're saying, they had to, it's, like your, it's like your cell phone tower. You had to have the uh, Gen 5 uh, racial purity. And this Aryan thing, you're right, comes out of India and the sub- subcontinent. And Hitler and the Nazis went to Iran, then Persia, and convinced them, um, convinced them that they are Aryans too, the Persians, and in fact, they changed the name from Persia to Iran because the word Iran is rooted, John, in the word Aryan. That's true. That's true. See, he knows. John knows. All right, John, thank you for calling in. Good luck with uh, the Beltway today and the rain uh, around here because nobody can drive when it's not raining. And when a little rain falls, it really gets ugly. Yeah, but the uh, the funny thing is the uh, there are great uh, stories. There's history about the Nazis going to... Uh, to Iran, to Persia, then it was Persia, convincing them they were part of the struggle against the Jews and, and all of that. And uh, they they changed their name. The Persian leaders at the time said, hey, we're Aryan. And they used the Farsi word for Aryan, uh, which became Iran. Kind of fun. And interestingly, the leadership there still hate the Jews. The Shah didn't uh, hate the Jews. He was fine with the Jews. And uh, Republicans liked him, but, you know, Jimmy Carter and the Democrats they, they ushered in the age of the Ayatollahs, and that didn't make matters better. But in any event, let me go to, uh, let me go to this uh, story. There, there are stories all over the place today. Uh, B'nai B'rith, Canada, Jewish group, has the uh, headline, B'nai B'rith, uh, Canada, condemns Parliament's standing ovation for a Nazi SS veteran. Oh, you guys are such sticklers, you know. <laughs> so let's go to uh, the, well, let me, uh, Ottawa is the dateline from B'nai B'rith. And B'nai B'rith, Canada, is shocked after Parliament last Friday celebrated a veteran of the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division, the 14th Waffen SS, as was known. During Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's visit to address Canada's House of Commons last week, Speaker Anthony Rota, R-O-T-A, acknowledged a 98-year-old, 98-year-old guy there, Yaroslav Hunka, Yaroslav Hunka, to demonstrate solidarity with Ukraine as it fends off Russia's unprovoked and illegal invasion. Hunka, who immigrated to Canada after serving in the 14th Waffen-SS, a Nazi unit whose members swore allegiance to Adolf Hitler during World War II, received a standing ovation from members of parliament and senators in attendance. Adolf Hitler 
head of the of Socialist Workers Party of Germany. Adolf Hitler was the leader of Nazi Germany, uh, Canada, and the free world's nemesis and military opponents during World War II. Uh, the Ukrainian ultra-nationalist ideologues who volunteered to create the SS Galatian Division in 1943 dreamed of an ethnically homogenous Ukraine state, Ukrainian state, and endorsed the idea of ethnic cleansing. Other than that, there's really nothing to see here. The 14th Waffen-SS carried out numerous atrocities against civilians in Ukraine and fought alongside regular Nazi German armed forces in the Battle of Brody, another massacre, and and uh, lots and lots of people. It was World War II, after all. It was terrible stuff. All right, so let's go to uh, let's go to the to the actual incident in the Canadian Parliament the other day. Now, also, it should be noted that the SS was declared a, cl- a criminal organization by the International Military Tribunal in Nuremberg. You know, Nuremberg, the Nuremberg trials and all that. Members of this unit swore fealty to the Führer, der Führer, and uh, the perverted racial ideology of the Nazis. So, um, honestly, the head of B'nai B'rith in Canada, Michael uh, Mostyn, uh, said, we cannot allow the whitewashing of history. I believe that's true. I think we should know history and we should teach it. It is beyond outrageous that Parliament has honored a former member of a Nazi unit in this way. Canadian soldiers fought and died to free the world from the evils of Nazi brutality. See, the, uh, you know, we understand an apology is forthcoming, uh, said uh, B'nai B'rith. But here's what happened on Friday when they had, um, you know, they had Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky visiting the Parliament, and, and there he was, and hey... Would you like a nice uh, kielbasa? Here's and they, so they brought him in, and, and they were, and we got, hey, we got this guy over here, and they're giving standing ovations to various people, and then they decided to single out a Nazi, who is 98 years old and was a member of the Waffen SS in Ukraine. We have here in the chamber today Ukrainian Canadians, Ukrainian Canadian world veteran from the Second World War who fought the Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today. The Soviets. Even at his age of 98. Yay! Now, there was, I think, a tip-off when he stood up and did the Hitler salute. That was kind of weird. He stood up, uh, he looked uh, quite, and he had the armband on. He still had the, uh, he didn't have the armband on, and he didn't do the Hitler salute. He didn't really. Leaders of Canada's House of Commons apologize. See, they, uh, for honoring men <laughs> who fought with the Nazis. Um, that's That seems appropriate, doesn't it? So uh, Canada, the Washington Post has a phony piece. Canada lawmaker apologizes for honoring Ukrainian veteran, uh, uh, Nazi veteran. And and that's, there just is, just, it, was, it was the Socialist Workers Party of Adolf Hitler. India Today, where uh, Aryan uh, ideology uh, originated, such sloppiness of memory, outrageous, is the headline there. Canada, sorry over ovation in Parliament for Ukrainian Waffen-SS veteran. That's kind of a good one. And then they got this guy, uh, Pierre Trudeau. He's a little pixie, and he, uh, he shouldn't be leading any big country. And Canada's the second largest country in, in the world. Did you know that? Second largest country. Second only to Russia, Mother Russia. We have 25 time zones. 
You don't have 25 times on. But here is um, uh, Lucky Pierre. Here is, uh, excuse me, son of Lucky Pierre, Justin Trudeau, uh, yesterday saying, oh, so sorry we celebrate the Nazi because we didn't like to celebrate the Nazi. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Obviously. The speaker, speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake. His mistake. And has apologized. He's apologized. Uh, this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada. I and think by so. extension to all Canadians. Yeah, and by extension to all Canadians. I don't think all Canadians are responsible. I just think that you, uh, you know, you left-wingers are. But the leader of Canada's House of Commons apologizes for honoring man who fought for Nazis. And again, this unit, this particular unit, uh, known for massacres in Poland and in Ukraine and for uh, uh, declaring and demonstrating their fealty, uh, their subservience to Adolf Hitler and his Socialist Workers' Party, who are among the world's uh, most prolific mass murderers. They're number three, I believe, behind the Chinese communists, the Maoists, and then the Soviet communists, the, the Leninists and Stalinists, uh, who massacred more people and more people. And then the Socialist Workers' Party, lest we forget, of Adolf Hitler. Uh, you know, the, the left has airbrushed that whole Socialist Workers' Party thing out of, out of the history books. Uh, they, the party is, of course, the National Socialist German Workers' Party. And we knew that they were national and we knew that they were German. What remains is the Socialist Workers' Party of Adolf Hitler. They allowed businesses to continue to operate as long as they demonstrated their fealty to the Socialist Workers' Party. And keep in mind that Benito Mussolini defined fascism as a merger of state and corporate power. One more Trudeau. See? And uh, we got that. And uh, here is uh, a little more Justin Trudeau. I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Wait. Russian disinformation, what? and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine, uh, as uh, we did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with Ukraine in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. What, what does Russian disinformation have to do with you guys giving a standing ovation to a Nazi uh, who was fighting against the Soviet Union. <laughs> and Putin is a Soviet communist, make no mistake. Uh, you guys, I tell you. And then they whip out this, this uh, Russia thing. Russia, Russia, Russia. Honestly, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You people are really something. And another headline today in the radical left-wing extremist Huffington Post, which lies all the time. Hillary Clinton, colon. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Putin, quote, hates democracy, end quote, and will interfere in U.S. elections again. Um, you guys are interfering in our elections. Our intelligence community is interfering in our elections. Our FBI is interfering in our elections. The Democrat Party is interfering in our elections. And uh, they want to point the finger at Putin, who is a communist and therefore would certainly like to meddle in our elections. But let's get by you guys first. All right. Before we start worrying about Putin, let's he keep Putin out. Hates democracy. He, he particularly hates, hates the West, and he especially hates us. Well, he's a commie. That's uh, he, he's a commie, and you know, since we're talking about you guys already, <laughs> uh, there's more Hillary Clinton in the news today too. Then there's that Democrat Bob Menendez, who's uh, he claims his family fled communism. And that's why he kept hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash 
with in envelopes in the pockets of his clothes hanging in the closets with the DNA of his corrupt business associates. And uh, and his explanation for why he kept all, all that cash in the house is pretty funny. More than $480,000 in cash. His explanation is kind of funny, and it also has to do with communism, and it's also a big lie. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, well, this, uh, this inspired a lot of back and forth for, uh, for a lot of different reasons, and that's good. Um, and uh, I'd like to go to one more phone call because the views are going back and forth and back and forth. And I got a lot more, obviously, uh, crazy Democrat news coming up because they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Uh, Joe Biden and <clears throat> there's even more Hillary Clinton, I'm sorry to say. but, but never, And the border, of course, we have the border. But um, let's go to let's go to the phones. Let's go to Richard calling from Manassas, Virginia. Richard, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Love your show, both on the radio and TV. Thank you very uh, kindly. <laughs> you're very welcome. I uh, just want to say that leftists are the most self-delusional people on the planet. They can convince themselves of anything. They can convince themselves that boys can be girls and girls can be boys, that the weather can destroy the planet, that uh, Ukrainians fighting Russians in World War II aren't Nazis. Uh, they, they are not deep thinkers, and they lie to themselves and everybody else all the time. Yeah, I think you've summed them up pretty well right there. That's <laughs> yeah, the boys and girls and girls will be boys. That's why we play the song Lola as their theme song, you know, because... It's a mixed-up world if you're a Democrat. <laughs> Say again? Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just echoing you. Yeah, it's a mixed-up, crazy world to be a leftist Democrat. It really is. And, you know, look, I, I understand you're a young Ukrainian man. The, the, the Soviet Union is brutalizing you because they're communists, and they were. And then the Nazis roll in, and you're like, hey, compared to the Soviets, the Nazis look pretty good. Well, Richard, that's a mistake of historic proportion because, you know, you just joined the Nazis and that's a problem because in the 20th century, it turns out the Nazis are not one of the most favored groups, right? Yeah, they're pretty looked down upon yeah, everywhere. And, and the Waffen-SS in, uh, in particular and the brutality and the savagery, it's, it's World War II. It's the most horrific event in, in all of human history. And you had, it's true, you had the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics and, and the Socialist Workers' Party of uh, Germany under Adolf Hitler. And you had the imperialists in uh, Japan. And it was very complicated. And we were coming out of, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it reshaped uh, human history and the world. And thanks to the United States of America, and really thanks to the United States of America, because were it not for us, the Nazis would have won in Europe, the Japanese would have won in Asia, and the world would have looked very, very different. Uh, Britain would have eventually lost were it not for the United States using them as an aircraft carrier and a launch pad to smash 
the Socialist Workers Party and save the world for freedom-loving people. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge seasons one and two of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.